What's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast back once again, episode 93. I'm here a little late, but you know, technical difficulties do happen while we're trying to set these things up. It's all good. But uh, thanks for uh, waiting out and hanging out until we got on. But what's going on, Twitch fam? We'll see you guys popping in a little bit more. Um, as always, with at least one resident homie. Tonight, I have Casey Howard with me. I'm Anthony Trapani, by the way. And uh, tonight, we're joined by another Casey, Casey Trask, a fucking serious San Diego sh uh, scene shredder. And uh, I've been introduced to your bands this week, uh, the Three Tremors, Cage, and Monarch, all fucking sick shit, dude. Like, Thanks. really, really took me back to, like, early metal roots and, and really feeling the vibe in that stuff so what's going on casey thanks man yeah not much man <laughs> just uh you know keeping it going keeping it going nice dude yeah 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 appreciate your you know kind words <laughs> yes no doubt dude i mean we we love the shred over here so you fit in nicely dude and and i i hope that uh anybody who hasn't heard of any of those bands needs to go and check out any any one of the three or all three of the three tremors but that's with ripper owens on what he's one of the vocalists of that band right yeah yeah hell one yeah third, dude. yeah one third of the vocalists on that album yeah so they do all, they yeah. do they do they split it evenly is that how they do it yeah they each um so the song gets written here with uh uh, this guy, you know, the band Cage mm -hmm. and Sean Peck, he's like the vocalist that lives around here. He's our vocalist for Cage and he kind of writes the songs out, kind of writes the melodies out and he'll give it to the other guys. He'll record a full take of it and then he will give it to the other guys and they'll do the same thing. They'll do a full take, you know, harmonies and everything as if they were recording the song themselves. And then, uh, nice, dude. Yeah, yeah. Then we just kind of mix and take the coolest parts from each, and you know, throw them wherever they belong. <laughs> awesome, dude. Well, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get, we'll uh get a little bit more into that right after we do some. Uh, well, actually, the way we do the shows, we're gonna go back a little bit further than that. But first, let's get some plugs out of the way. Battleforgecoffee.com. Homies over in deeds, deeds of flesh. Uh, I mean, come on, guys. I, I say it all the time. Support the underground. You guys all drink coffee. Why not buy it from fucking Cali Death's fucking pioneers, dude? I mean, really. It's really good coffee, too. And and you can get shirts and swag and all that kind of shit. So go over there. Um, again, still going to tell you that our shirts are sold out. We're going to be moving forward in that department soon. But CaliDeathPodcast.BigCartel.com keeping an eye on that and you'll hear it from me when we get some more stuff coming in there um the tour shredding the virus tour you got that flyer ready casey or i should i should say separate uh, i did it again i did it again the background <laughs> there it is there it is so tonight they're in reno it's actually the professor's birthday today too happy birthday the professor oh that's right happy birthday joseph joseph Fuck yeah dude, dude. We miss you, dude. When you get back, dude, I'm going to be really, really happy to have you back on as a host on this show, dude. But they're out there. 
What is what was that? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, dude, if you're in Reno, it, you should be at that show right now. You should not be hearing me talk live. So there be there, go support, buy t-shirts, have a sick time. And uh, also with the, uh, Casey got the turn sideways thing. Are we going to have the problem again? Casey Trask, can you hear me, brother? Oh, we got a computer adding. Oh, look, we got some. Oh, shit, look at that. We got two Casey's, dude. He's, a, <laughs> he's a duplicated himself, and he somehow has two frames here. All right. Nice. Let's try removing this Well, one. that was trip because he had the two thumbs up in the one corner, but the other frozen <laughs> corner. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Nice. Okay. That's much better, dude. There we go. Now oh, we're rocking, dude. Right on. That's Sweet. Good. Yeah, dude. So I'd like to say real fast how I met Casey. So <clears throat> I, before uh, we do that, though, if you, if you have any uh, uh, merch places oh, you yeah, want yeah. people to go to or of course. Of or course. band camps or anything like that, what do you want to plug, Casey Trask? I gotta I gotta call you guys something <laughs> different tonight. I'm surrounded by Casey's, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, uh, we have uh, Monarch has a. Our own website, we got monarch.band, www.monarch.band. And let's see, we got cageheavymetal.com and the three tremors.com. Should be uh, Sweet, dude. everything, I, I think, within all those projects. <laughs> right, right. You'll find all the links to get yeah. elsewhere throughout the internet on those websites. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right on. Sign, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. Um, I think yeah, you should be able to find everything through there. We're on big, big cartel as well. Uh, Monarch is at least, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nice, dude. All right, so Casey, let's hear the story, or Casey right. Howard, let's hear the story. I'm going to oh, try and use last names as much as I, I can. Got, I got permission. I'm ready, dude. Or yeah. I'll say my Casey sometimes. I got the green light. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Because yeah, just call me. Just call me your Casey tonight, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um dude uh yeah so i uh you know i practice at the studio in oceanside i used to be in my music school or whatever but my friend ben you know he runs it now as a rehearsal studio and all this and i have like a little room in the corner like the smallest room in the place and i just pra you know i practice there and i still teach a few students but not much but anyways uh i was there one day and uh and i just hear this death you know i was like well it's either death or it's a death cover band you know but it's like dude just like shredding death songs like i'm just like what this is like perfect and i hear like one two three i'm like this is all death you know and so i like i just kind of knocked on the door and i like come with, and i was like what's up guys like what's going on in here and stuff and they're just like what's up and you guys were super cool and i came in and just started kind of filming you guys like playing and stuff and dude casey was like shredding the guitar solos like all the dude insane and i i, I don't know i can't remember the names of the other members but they were all playing great but i just remember like watching you play like because you're like the closest to me and you're just playing all the like the like to in my mind the non-chuck solos i don't know if that's right but it's like all the like you know the you know just mass at all solos all the different you know andy oh, the rook yeah. solos whatever anyways yeah. i was just like and you're like perfect and i was like fuck i wish i could do that like it was so sick and you guys are just murdering and then i find out that like you know a bunch of people that i know and we have like, like mutual friends like great electric quest and these dudes and buddy donner shout out and uh just a bunch of like shredding rad people like locally that have you know bands and record labels like they're they're all at the at the psycho vegas fest right now just like joel well one of our hosts who's not here right now and i think joseph's out there too right now isn't he and 
No, uh, Joseph's in Reno, Reno, Reno and, okay. and yeah. Joel's in Vegas, but they're at the same yeah. hotel. Yeah, circus, circus. we're usually like the four tremors of, of like hosts. We have like four kind of thing, but like, <laughs> but yeah, we got, you got two of us tonight, but yeah, yeah. but uh, maybe one of them will pop on. I'm not sure. I sent him the link, but anyways, but yeah, anyways, but this dude shreds hard. And then I find out you play in like all kinds of sick bands. And then I, I, I remember that day because like we, we were like chatting in the front lobby and you and I were just like chatting for like, like a good minute, just like, Oh yeah, dude, this and that. And I didn't even know you. And it's like, so, yeah. <laughs> so then I, I I've seen you posting online and, just doing all this cool shit and I, I know you play a lot locally and i like sent these dudes all this all that three tremors stuff and we've just been like dude this is like amazing <laughs> like you know like we love that stuff you know we love judas priest of course and all that you know and all that kind of shit so anyways so that's my connection and so i, I like i was like dude we gotta bring this guy on he's like dude you're like an up-and-coming shredder dude you're gonna be next thing you know you'll be playing with king diamond out there whatever with all these dudes out, you know yeah. I mean, you're like you're nuts man so i just wanted to give you a time to tell us your story and anthony if you want yes to dude there and, you know. that, well first how old are you dude oh god i, I think i just turned 31 <laughs> somewhere around there that's yeah. so funny because that sounds like something i would have said to dude like there's you get to a certain point where you're like like, wait is it this number or this number or am i anticipating it or is it just like <laughs> right right yeah but yeah it's a yeah, it's strange. Yeah, yeah. It comes up. Well, on cool, you. dude. So how we start the show off usually? I started off the same way every every episode. Um, take us back, to, throw us in the time machine, dude. You're you're sitting somewhere as a kid, and some music's playing in the background, and it it made you pay attention. It wasn't just background noise, you know. Jeez. Oh, yeah, oh, earliest yeah. memory memory you could think. God, I mean, the first like CD I, th I can remember is the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Beatles one album. I would play it when I'm playing video games. <laughs> nice. So, <laughs> but even before, could you even think of like something that maybe your parents were listening to while you, you were even younger than playing video games? And it uh, was something jo like Joni Mitchell, Bob Seeger. That's big uh yeah yeah mainly those two i would think you know joni mitchell bob seger some led zeppelin uh kind of just like the old you know kind of hippie music a little bit but then like right. the, the 80s mixed in and then i'd hear my sister and then you know i grew up you know i'd born in 91 so when, by the time i was you know like able to hear things they were all listening to the the 90s hits and all the you know <laughs> Kate right and, right <laughs> yeah classics yeah, but uh yeah yeah i think that yeah that, right there so yeah. born in 91 and they were already playing that type of stuff but you you're citing all these other bands was that stuff that your parents were listening to like the yeah. seager and the zeppelin yeah. and yeah, i would put on the seager my mom would put on the Joni mitchell and uh yeah <laughs> right on hell yeah dude yeah. no the, this is this is where we like to start it because we really like to get down to the like the seed that started it all for a musician you know so it had to have been something like that usually that's why i like to start the show with that and so how old were you when you like the zeppelin was something that you already knew about because your parents were listening to it yeah like the before like, 10 uh, oh yeah before 10 i was yeah would listen to music i was listening to that beatles album by like eight or nine or something 
would say yeah the number one is that what you said the number yeah. ones yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a that's just a, a, a compilation of perfection right there dude yeah, which is everything you really need from the beatles exactly yeah, well, yeah I, I mean there's plenty more you can get into but i'm saying that's a great yeah. start right there dude uh, yeah for sure yeah then you, you know you got rubber soul and the whole sergeant pepper's crew and yeah 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 but i didn't you know didn't realize back then <laughs> <laughs> totally you're yeah. just you're just getting the the software upgrade dude yeah so when uh listening to all that but like what video games were you playing what was that god back then god i had a place well god i started with like had the n64 was like my real oh nice first. oh yeah dude you know, yeah. super mario 64 star god. fox dude star fox oh my that's number one yeah yeah yeah, that, totally. yeah. on the 64 that was a big deal yeah oh yeah i would god i'd listen to lincoln park and play that song play that game. nice dude I had the first yeah. park album you know but I think my brother gave it to me more back but yeah 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 and then you know get the playstation going and <laughs> just sounds started coming around and yeah <laughs> so when when did you decide you wanted to play an instrument gosh uh i moved down to uh california in fifth grade i i was living in oregon I, uh, I was born in Palm Springs. We moved up to Oregon when I, after I was born, came back in about fifth grade and we, I didn't really know anybody. And these dudes, you know, like kind of brought me in They're like, Oh, let's like, there's a talent show. Everybody had to do the talent show. And they were like, let's do a Blink-182 song. Nice. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, that's you gotta like start a somewhere, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know? it, and it's usually yeah. those type, like my old, I, I said it recently, but like my old new metal band would, cover of green day because that's what we grew up on you know yeah, yeah. just trying to yeah. make it a little heavier <laughs> yeah yeah eventually yeah you're like this isn't doing it for me but yeah and then uh yeah we uh we did that but we had like rubber instruments or inflatable instruments and stuff. oh nice <laughs> what it was like to be like oh we're on stage right now and we, you know, totally dude and uh i think a couple years after that i got a guitar Base. So it was it was the the adrenaline and the high of doing like a karaoke version of a band up on stage, but feeling that performance vibe that yeah. made you that that planted another seed for you to actually be like, oh, I I want to actually be able to play an instrument now. Yeah. Then I think I started, you know, like when you listen to music, you like start imagining like, oh, what if I was playing this or something, you know, like what if. Mm -hmm. what if I was doing this or i recorded this who hasn't thought of it that way dude i guarantee there's been plenty of times in my life where i was like i'm i'm feeling somo right now you know <laughs> when i'm listening to pantera or fucking second that that was me <laughs> yeah <laughs> totally dude but like I th another thing that i you know I, I don't give it enough credit i in sixth grade i went to you know going to middle school is like the year after that and I grew up with Kyle Souza, who is uh, Zetro Souza's nephew. And uh, nice. he's a singer of uh, uh, Exodus. He, oh, shit. A, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, you know, well, it was Paul Bailoff first, and then you had uh, Zetro for the next few albums. Should, but, I uh, should have had that information. I, I, I was totally, like, blanking on that. I like, I, but, you know, Exodus is, like, one of those bands for me. I only listened to, like, a couple of albums. I love all their, I mean, I respect all of it, but I'm just like, you know, bonded by blood, dude. 
That's, That's the show. Yeah. yeah. Bonded by Blood, Fabulous Disaster, and then, you know, like, uh, what was the war is my shit? Tempo of the Damned was pretty sick. That's when Zetro came back into the band, I'm pretty sure. Or maybe he never left. On the, okay. Know, the order. <laughs> I think he right. left after that, and then they got the other dude, Dukes, Rob Dukes. I think. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so you, I'm sorry. What was the relation? But like, who do you the connection? He he. Like, I went into you know middle school, and he was just there, and you know, it was acquaintance acquaintance, and then we just started hanging out more, and uh, go over to his house, and he's like, yeah, my, my uncle was in or Exodus. My dad was in uh, Testament. <laughs> like, <laughs> like growing up, they grew up out there. You know, his, you know, his family grew up out there. And I guess his dad was in some early form of Testament before they cut an album or something. Wow. It was called the legacy, I guess. But uh, mm-hmm. like, like growing up with him, he kind of, we'd go over to his house and watch was on MTV or VH1, like the, the classic rock uh, music videos and stuff, whatever they called mm-hmm. that metal whatever <laughs> metal mania oh, metal mania okay yeah, like well that. i just recently was talking about headbangers ball too i don't know if that's yeah. the same I don't, yeah i think that was before when i you know i got it. okay yeah yeah i wish man but so <laughs> yeah. so when was it guitar was that the first thing you wanted to do i got well they uh i kind of you know started hanging out with him and then you know start a friend's you know Got together and like we should start a band and i was like great i don't play anything <laughs> and then i got i was like okay i'll do bass and i've got a bass and uh i think that lasted like a year mm. and I, you know i was like i wanted to learn crazy train and i'm like that's the part i'm learning isn't the part i want to know you know right right nowadays i'm like i you know i teach at a school of rock and i like i'm stoked when i get to play bass now because it's like just the whole other side that you get to control and yeah mm-hmm. now it's a yeah that was just guitar man and uh yeah yeah and, uh, my brother well yeah brother started there was like you gotta learn nib first and that was on bass and then, yeah i think then i think crazy train was the first thing that got did me. your brother play he uh no 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 he's just, just big he's like oh you gotta learn this song you gotta learn that song these yeah, are the jam. yeah gave me uh first two cds were countdown to extinction megadeth and uh, south of heaven slayer and that uh, just yeah it's it a good just, combo yeah it was just perfection like it's just like the great you know some of the greatest master music ever you know it's, it's, so it's, obviously older brother mm-hmm. yeah 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 he yeah yeah he's about he was about 12 or 11 years older than me but uh he recently passed away a couple a few months ago oh, but, sorry uh, to hear that dude uh, yeah yeah but uh anyways he, he is a uh yeah big yeah big part of that i think yeah totally dude i mean we hear that that's a very common thing everything you know he's into rap and everything and you know like new you know new metal old metal yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah if he was 12 years 11 years older than you. He's right around my age, dude. Well, a little bit older than me, a couple years or something. Yeah. So yeah, he would have he would have gone through all of that shit, you know, yeah. the new the new metal scene and that because before all that, dude, everybody was like, "Are you a rocker or are you a rapper, dude?" And I was like, "I kind of like both," you know. <laughs> yeah. Totally <laughs> and then yeah. this new metal thing happened. I was like, "Wait, there's something for me." Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Oh yeah, no! Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. I get, I get. You know, it's just 
I don't know what you grow up with and what yeah. you grow to hate and you know. <laughs> yeah, totally. And, you know, it's, yeah. So all right, so you got the base first, and then that lasted a year, you said, and then yeah. crazy yeah. train happened. I got I need a guitar because I want to be able to play that riff. Yeah, yeah. How how did you feel when you when you nailed that riff for the first time, dude? Gosh, I was just stoked I could read tabs online and and just like learn anything I wanted. <laughs> right. Like, the time I get to it, there's tabs online and stuff. And God, yeah. Then uh, I think another big thing, my dad. After I got that, he uh, he brought home ACDC Live at Donington, the DVD, and Van Halen Live Without a Neck. And then it was just like okay, I need to play loud and live and distorted. Yeah. And, you know, and that's, you know, that led mm -hmm. to that, you know, got that a couple of years back and yeah. So yeah. And then ACDC every day and, and tried, you know, couldn't, I, I didn't even try Van, I tried Van Halen and then it's just like, you realize like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this until I'm like <laughs> 10 years into this. You know, seasoned. So. Yeah. You got to be seasoned. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, I gave up on him for a while because he came and play with him because he's in like in between tuning or something, you know, every time. Oh, like, trip? Is that really how Van Halen is? Yeah, yeah. I think eventually they started getting into standard, uh, kind of like in nineteen eighty four, the, the album. And then yeah. Was that like a uh that was just like a, a rebel well, type deal? I have a question. Well, I have a question about that. I mean, is, do do you think that was all like intentional back then, or was that because it's, it was like on tape and record? And it was just you know. Yeah, I heard he had like notes for his guitar tech that was like, you need to tune this okay. to this scent and this other string to this scent. Uh, okay, so it was totally all deliberate because when you crazy. play a chord, I don't even know if you can do it on this. I, mean, I think that thing's yeah. way too. Yeah. You know? But like when you play a chord, if you have a certain interval in on the b string it's going to sound out of tune so he knew that and right. he would all okay. his chords like that but he would tune it in tune it's like tempered tuning versus oh, yeah whatever yeah yeah okay. interesting yeah. Uh, okay all the all the music wow. stuff but it, it counts you know it's, oh so weird so then how does he do it live then if it's like you know because his guitar can't unless he's you, know, he, you had a you know the guitar tuner or dude you know tech had a paper that had you know each string sent you know it had to be tuned to that's yeah yeah but it, oh, it okay. makes sense because you play oh i see i see yeah you can like you, unless you tune him to you or you tune to him it's yeah you can't really jam with him wow have, have like an app that you can like kind of adjust the you know micro whatever's but you know right you yeah know? they got a van halen app so you can yes yeah, wow you're good yeah, yeah. that's the amazing slow downer i love it got it from paul gilbert a, that sounds like such a like a artist move though really and and they were a popular band you wouldn't i mean i think they're still lot, true Go it ahead. and it's unintentional and unintentional like acdc were are all like sharp or like flat a little bit but i think that's from like the tape age and like it sped up a little bit you know it's just like yeah kind of, you know when you have a record player and it moves fast, so it goes a little bit, you know, high pitch on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think I don't know. Could be what happened. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a trip. Yeah, but it's like that's not the style now. Everything's like super quantized and gridded and tuned and pitched, right? So it's all like yeah, yeah. It kind of misses that pull or that grit of that like 
kind of what's going on with that little attitude? Yeah, you had a little leeway back then, and now like, it's you know, just so well. You hear everything so crisp now. You have to be perfect. Yeah, it's kind of like you know, like Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, when it goes into like the breakdown, and he's like, "Where can you run to?" And it goes up. His voice kind of goes like Whoa, at the top, you know. And it's so sick though. It's like real, you know. Yeah, you know what I mean, like it's like no, don't edit that. Like keep it, you know. But now I, that that would be edited so fast now. You Honest, know? Yeah, I I read uh, what was it the, the Tony Iommi autobiography, and he made it sound like they did some tricks to make it that high. Yeah. He did oh, really? Wink, wink emoji or something. He's like, it's pretty high, wink, wink or something. Like, but he could have been talking about how high they were or some shit. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never know. You know, they, like by then, like volume four, they were just done. Oh, yeah. yeah. Spracked and yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so the ACDC was giving you like the uh, arena fucking big show feeling. Uh, and then you also had the uh, Megadeth and Slayer. That's already starting to churn the pot, dude. You know, those yeah. situations right there. Like it, oh, it really shows like it makes more sense. The live footage that I've watched of you that listening to the bands that you're in, like, Yes, of course, this is the beginning of this story of this man because it yeah. all translates to now. It all translates right to now, too. But I still want to get, I want to go along the story here. So, with the ACDC and all that stuff and, and getting into the guitar playing, like how long before you started playing with other people? I think I got the instrument in seventh grade and uh played my first show in eighth grade and we played in some park and i remember seeing this band like we uh we played our set i barely remember i just remember like being on stage for a second and it's like some we brought literally like a stage into the park and it's kind of like a school rock thing where we i joined some studio and they got me together but i i think i had a band together it you know like brought a band to them and i think kyle Souza was in that band the, the Zetro's nephew, but uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we played like five songs and you know, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, <laughs> Nirvana, and yeah, Green Day, and what else did we just Offspring and the Adolescents? We did Amoeba by uh, the Adolescents, <laughs> yeah, and, dude. Uh, I mean, in eighth grade, it's probably pretty rare to have some original music already, you know, oh, like yeah. just getting used to. Get, I mean, going up and doing the the talent show thing that you did with the rubber thing, the rubber guitar, and then going into this, this is naturally the next step of, okay, now we have actual instruments, but we only know how to play other people's songs at this point because we're so young and still fresh and green with the instruments. So, yeah, it all makes sense. So five songs set. Did, was there other bands that day too? Yeah, dude, I... I I, uh, I ended up being in a band with this one of these dudes later, but like we like finished. I think there was one band after us, and then like these dudes haul in on dirt bikes, <laughs> like <laughs> up, up to the stage and stuff. And they get out. They got this hair metal. They got wigs on and stuff. And they got like one guy's got like a green Ironbird guitar. I'm like, oh my god, this is the sickest thing ever. And it was they were kind of like thrashy death, but like a little bit of like harmony, like guitar harmonies, like priest or something. And I was like, 
sick. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I, mean, I was just going to add to that, like uh, being in a being in a band at such a uh, a green stage in in you know the artist the musician's career, and then you do your thing, you get off stage, and then everybody has had that moment where they saw the band that was already further down the road, you know, opening up for the, the band who's already been doing it for several, you know, at least one or two more years than you, but it feels like they've been doing it for ever, you know? And, yeah. and then that, that lights the fire under your ass. That's the next baton pass to get you further into the grind of getting to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. yeah right yeah yeah i think we started writing music after that and uh went to high school and we uh i think we ended up getting that singer from that band that we was on the motorcycles and uh, <laughs> nice. uh we do a power scream and we're like you can do a power scream <laughs> you're in you know he's like, like, he goes, like a power back. scream okay yeah 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 oh man yeah that's cool yeah i'm still friends with that still friends well but yeah um yeah we played a couple like local bar shows played the jumping turtle i don't know if you heard at that oh yeah. we played there we played there yeah we, we played there yeah. in 2006 when this yeah yeah when did it close down it was like mm. we heard about that five or six years ago yeah. or something like that Least, oh, okay. Yeah, it was up there for a while then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. the band that uh Casey had sent you, Odious Mortem. That's the one he's talking about. That we played Jumpy Turtle. Jumpy Turtle's fun, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. They, they would go off, man. Like uh just crazy pits in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Goes, I just go see Nihilist every time they play, you know. But you know, when I was that was that was like the first real metal band or metal show that I went to was Nihilist at the Jumping Turtle and just no shit time i could yeah yeah we were like i don't know i don't get how we they let us in there we were like 15 you know drinking in the parking lot or whatever you know it's <laughs> fucking know. metal bro no nah. yeah. yeah. i think that the, the metal show guys the guys at the door are a little looser they know everybody just wants to come and party yeah yeah now, now they're closed down so i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry, probably sorry, too, no probably too much sorry. of letting the 15 year olds in just kidding yeah Dude, yeah, it got gnarly there. I think it was a punk band or like Oddball or something like that. That uh, oh yeah, band or something that like somebody got hurt and like someone got stabbed or something. And it was, oh like, shit! Yeah. Yeah. See, come on, yeah. dude. Those types yeah. of people aren't really supposed to be at those shows, dude. Who shows yeah. up with a knife? Like this is supposed to be a sanctuary. Like we're all coming out to party, <laughs> have a good time, listen to aggressive music, bump into each other. Dude, I have a story. To tell then if you're gonna tell, this is a great thing you just brought up so go for uh, it uh casey are, are, are you familiar with deicide the band yeah yeah so i went to the show last night in santa Ana. um it was like their their album legion that, that was like they're from 92 that they're playing all the way through you were one scott burns recorded it you know so um dude it was like the most incredible it was like the best thing i've ever seen I, i'm still like in shock about how good it was but anyways uh there was like so they're playing you know just going crazy and then they finished the whole album and then they were doing songs after and stuff and then all of a sudden they just stopped and we're like and he's all like call 911 
like Glenn, you know, like the singer, and we're just like, what's going on? There's like a dude in the middle of the pit, you know, and he's mm. just out like or whatever. And he's all called the paramedics, like, and he just stops, like completely stopped playing. And then we're like, oh shit. And then, uh, yeah, so we like kind of wait and then they go back out. And then like they're waiting for someone to come. And then finally, like someone comes and takes him out. And then the guy was okay, I guess, but he got knocked out or whatever happened, you know, uh, but yeah. he was back on his feet. And then everyone was like, yeah, cheer. And he's back on his feet, you know? And then Glenn comes out and he said, I can't quote, but he was like something like, thanks for being cool about that, guys. You know, like, don't don't hurt somebody. Okay, back to it. So Satan, you know? Like, <laughs> it's just like the coolest. Yeah. And it was like the chillest crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really there's a lot of There's got to be like a few hundred, 500 people there. I don't know. It was a fucking, I don't know. It was a lot of people. Maybe. Actually, I, yeah, the uh, video that you showed me that uh, just the front area looked packed bro do, do, do you know the observatory in santa Ana? that place it used to be called the galaxy i haven't been to that one i've been to the one down in yeah. uh San e or east count el cajon or whatever or whatever one's down down south there's one down there oh, yeah 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 no it was super fun but uh yeah it's a crazy show yeah. it's so funny because it's like the most aggressive music but it was like the most comfortable show i've ever been to it was like great ac like the place was all nice like tons of people everyone was super chill everyone's nice it was like great time i was like this is like a five-star event tonight like i had such a good time like, it was like perfect you know everyone was yeah then it was just, like the most the most brutal music i've ever seen ever like it was, it was great, you know? <laughs> yeah yeah but, like, <laughs> yeah yeah you want but, um, gnarly but you know if you want you can go chill and yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah totally um but yeah, where were we? What where were you at on the timeline where you were talking about the jumping turtle getting into all right? Yeah, yeah, I got a little, yeah, more into metal around then. Yeah, I think Nihilus mm -hmm. kind of did it. And uh, gosh, yeah, Nihilus, and I just started listening to like Metallica and got into Maiden a lot. You know, I got into Maiden before I got into Priest, and yep, yeah, god, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right there, and then it just kept going. Mm -hmm made new bands uh gosh yeah too many man yeah like started with like a thrash metal band covered like slayer and stuff and wrote a couple originals mm -hmm. and i think i left for a band with three guitar players and we would it was like spanish metal and we did like we do spanish like, metal yeah like mago de o's and stuff what yeah that great yeah, Maga de O's and like uh, Rata Blanco, we'd cover those guys and we'd write some write some songs and stuff. And Damn, I was the only white dude. <laughs> it's just it's just like awesome. Cool, yeah, dude. They wanted me and it was, it was uh they were called Cuervo, I think. Yeah. Riffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, we played Grad Night and stuff. It was cool. Like they won a battle of the bands and then I joined the joined the band and then they were like, Yeah, we're playing Grad Night and sick. Three guitar players, just having fun yeah that's cool so we're already we're already soloing and shit by that time yeah yeah let's see yeah it had to happen yeah <laughs> like yeah around like 15 or so that's when yeah. it started gnarly is, is if you know gnarly as i could and then gosh what was it i think necrophagist or something necrophagist like yeah we were talking about that in our chat a little bit yeah yeah that just blew my mind and everything awesome. after that that you know, I was, I was like, okay, like I, I had been friends with a dude that was super into Ingbe, and he kind of pissed me off mm -hmm. on the, whole, you know, <laughs> arpeggio, right, Ingbe, right. Whatever. Sure, yeah. And then like, 
then hearing that, I was just like, okay, all right, that's yeah, magical. Then I, you know, started appreciating it more. Yeah, everyone does their thing. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah, I started trying to get more technical. And did you listen to like any like shred guitar players before that? Like, were you into like you know all the Marty Friedman, Jason, Jason Becker? Paul Gilbert, all that like kind of like solo album stuff, Racer X. Did you get more Racer X? Racer X. Yeah, yeah. That was like the one that uh, because it was like a band, you know, it wasn't just you know like Ingvay Malmsteen have to hear him shred for ten songs in a row, just nonstop. (laughs) But I'll still, you know, you know, I'll listen to that stuff now. But yeah, (laughs) totally, totally. Good, good, yeah. But uh, yeah, Racer X. Trying to think of the yeah, Necrophages was probably the gnarliest stuff I was playing. Children of Bodom, Children of Bodom. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. Just I like the clear clarity. I guess you know that helped me get into the heavier stuff. And then yeah, I didn't get too heavy into the death metal stuff, but uh, because I think I got to that point, and then something happened to where I went all like hair glam rock something. I I, I think I joined a band. I joined a band and some like uh it was the dude that sang in in the motorcycle band and he he kind of grew up and you know went his way and just, you know hit me up and he's like dude i'm playing with this dude that uh used to play with rod stewart what? <laughs> I was like, what? and then started playing with him we started jamming it's kind of like you know kind of hair glam glam rock or whatever i don't know but it was cool it's like rock and roll though it was like zeppelin though like yeah. actual guitar riffs and stuff and we found out that guy was full of shit, and then we left. And then, you know, <laughs> then I think I uh, started up Monarch again. I forgot Monarch was actually going underneath all that. Monarch started in about fifteen when I was about fourteen or fifteen. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. They uh, and they, I didn't even start. It was two two guys that you know hit me up, and uh, they were like a grade younger than me, and. Yeah, they hit me up, and I started playing bass. They they were the two guitar players, and one of the guitar players was like you should play guitar and then i started playing guitar and yeah then i think it fizzled out before high school ended and then we brought it back after high school same guys same guys you brought it back with though guys yeah i think it was just me and this guy yeah yeah actually me and the two guys that started it uh kind of got a new drummer that i have now adam um he actually played for the quest for a little bit uh yeah and uh a great electric quest and uh he yeah yeah then uh the singer of that you know iteration left and we got a new singer like after that i got the, the years just get mixed up after that <laughs> oh right. like I, I joined uh after high school i joined uh let's see well i made yeah re- reinstated monarch after high school uh and then I was playing with Nihilist a lot. Monarch was playing with Nihilist a lot. And the drummer of Nihilist, Sean, got hit up to go play in Death Riders, which is Neil Turbin's band, which is, he was the first singer on the, the first Anthrax album. Mm. Uh, it's full of metal. So, yeah, yeah. He went and joined that band. And then a while later, I, uh, I joined that band. And uh, we were both playing Anthrax songs with that dude. And... Damn, yeah, 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 sick, yeah, sick for a while, and got like the other guitar player in that band was just shredding, and I was like, okay, I got to keep up with this dude. And mm-hmm. then, 
that kind of brought the clarity. I kind of lost the lead playing for a while because I wasn't practicing. I was just like, was in a hair metal band, rock and roll band. I was kind right, of right. Yeah. got called into that band. And I was like, okay, I got to really get down now and clear it up. And so that was the beginning of, I think, my more professional career of uh, playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Death Riders, man. Yeah, that's Death so Riders. Band, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people have been in that band because he uh, he's very particular, and uh, you know, uh, I don't remember how. You know, I think we just you know that band was kind of out of control a little bit, and uh, just got to the point where we were like fighting or something. You know, like the the singer neil and like the bass player got into it one day out at a show like on stage like wow yeah and uh i think the next day he blocked us all blocked us yeah. all that's how he fired us he blocked us i all. think yeah. that's a good sign that it's not going to work if uh you're fighting on stage you know you're yeah. supposed to either if it if i mean people have arguments and bands or whatever but most of the time they would be professional enough to save it for after but Sometimes I guess it's just in the moment. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, dude. yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I get on people that practice. I used to. I used to be, you know, a nightmare in practice, getting on people about learning their stuff or you know playing it right. And then I'm not like that now. But like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, that's you know, that's that's fun time, or you know, that's your time with the audience. You know. Yeah, that's what everybody's yeah. building up to do is to get yeah. on stage, like. Th- that should be a sacred, like, awesome time, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seen oh, those, yeah. seen those videos where like the guitar or the drummer like just like smashes the or what is it the what is it the guitarist hits the drummer or whatever. Yeah, no, the drummer fucks up. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Singer like grab the drums and like hit someone yeah. with like a guitar player with it. Like, right. Dude, like heavy man. Like <laughs> that's like kill that dude. You, you think like I wonder if that drummer like fucked that shit up like. 37 times in practice and then they had that show the next day yeah it probably built up after a while (laughs) i know that (laughs) yeah but no 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 yeah it's uh yeah so you said start your professional career though like so take us from there like how did you start getting gigs to where you're like touring and shit that band that was sick because we would do we talked about touring with the band, that band, and uh, we didn't go very far with it. But <laughs> we uh, we would play some sick shows though. We would play with like Michelangelo Badio. You know where he is? He's like a he does the double guitar neck shred. Okay, know. yeah, uh, pretty sure I've seen footage of him then. Yeah, yeah, he's funny man. He's he's a good guy. We hang out with. We play like three or four shows with him, and uh, we would do like these metal jam nights where you. You know he's you know he was up in LA so he's up in that scene so he would do the jam nights with like a guy like Mark Bowles who sang with it's a bunch of people that were in bands and stuff you know Mark Bowles who sang with Ingve and like Jeff Scott who played with Racer X would come and he was a singer of Racer X and uh God yeah just I don't know yeah yeah it was is a uh, it's cool you know it just got us in that that world of you know like go kick ass and the power mm-hmm. you know like like i i remember going to that audi- audition and my drummer was there like my friend was there he was the drummer already in that band and there was another dude the, the guitar other guitar player brought another guy in 
And I was there. That was the first time I've ever done like a tryout where there's like multiple people there. And like, dude could shred gnarly, like amazing. And, but he would just stand there just like, and like, and I was just playing, like I, I learned all the songs and like he learned one or something like that. And like, he was like, well, obviously he's a little more into it or something like that. And right. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, God, I know where that was going, but yeah. Anyways, yeah. yeah. So it's all good, dude. So yeah, uh, no, that was good, man. That gave us a lot of opportunities and stuff. And, and how long did that last for you? I was probably in that band for at least a year and a half. We tried to start writing a record and then kind of went, you know, you know fizzled. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you do from there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, dude. So, yeah, I think what kind of started that <laughs> the fizzle out was we got hit, hit up to be in Cage, me and that drummer. Okay. And we were like, okay, because, you know, like, you know, being in one band sometimes just isn't enough. You know, if you don't, can't even get together, like, you know, you try to get together once a week to practice. And sometimes you just don't have enough shows or something. But we were like, that's the first time I joined another band. And I was like, okay, I got two bands going now. And, you know, now I got like five bands. But, um, <laughs> God. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I joined Cage. And they were a little more established and laid toured europe like multiple times before we they had like six albums out before we had even joined i think they started in like 90 in 97 or something but nice. uh, yeah yeah and it was like sick it was power metal but like dropped it or down tuned to like d standard and it was a mm -hmm. little heavier and like it was just rad like uh yeah it was cool having like such a catalog to choose from they had all these sick albums all this all like red artwork and stuff like yeah yeah mark sasso uh who would do like he used to work for marvel or like cards and drum, uh, playing cards Ooh, and crazy like yeah dude every album i think i have now is drawn by that dude that's why they're all just amazing <laughs> like i just I love all his artwork man but uh yeah uh joined that band i think uh my first show with them was in texas we flew to texas and it was like mm -hmm. Okay, this is oh, you're getting on a plane and shit. You're like, oh, dude, what yeah. up, dude? Like, you gotta wear black leather. You gotta wear. You gotta wear. You gave me these boots that are like this tall. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I looked like a like a. I don't even know. <laughs> 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 like, I you feel that. like I, you're on stilts while you're playing. <laughs> yeah, I saw those boots and like. You ever see that movie, The One with Jet Li? It's like in the future. Oh probably yeah, have, I think I have. Yeah, it's been a long yeah. time soldier dudes from the future and, and one of those dudes i swear had those boots on that i was wearing and they were like they just like look like futuristic i guess i think i might have them still <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah that rips dude yeah i was sick and felt like a superhero you know you just go totally, out totally dude you know establish and you show up and you're just he's like you gotta wear a leather jacket you gotta wear leather pants and i was like okay you show up and I was like, I see the point. I see, I see what it does. <laughs> right. Like, oh fuck. Was, and how big was the crowd too? They were a lot better, man. They, they, you know, that one was at least a couple hundred people. It was the first show, and uh -huh. uh, man, then uh, we started like some tours. We did uh, uh, my first Europe tour was like in most like two weeks about like around Germany and Belgium and uh, one other. But yeah, around there. 
uh, I think, oh, uh, Holland. Yeah. There you dude. go. Yeah. Netherlands or whatever you call it. But, uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. And then you're just like, you feel, feel what it's like. And it's, 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 oh, it's just the, the best feeling is just being out there with your buddies and you just got a mission in the world driver like we had it like they were cool you know they they would get drivers and a like a like a little van or whatever or big van like kind of like one of those mercedes like top you know really tall but you know not a little buses or you guys get to experience it or was it kind of back to back to back type deal that one wasn't too bad that one was sick we just uh i didn't know how to restrain myself from like the drinking and stuff you know you, yeah. you, you like yeah, a couple, a couple of my worst hangovers were from that uh, that tour. <laughs> I remember one day I just woke up on the, like the tile, some flo- like like we had no like we were a couple of spots we were like staying at friends, you know, people people's houses that we knew, you know, you thought you know, you know, it's a you know that's how it goes, but it's a yeah. and you're just like okay, you said I could stay here and you have plenty of room and couches and stuff, but I'm still finding myself on the floor <laughs> yeah well, yeah so That's as far as you made it dude yeah yeah so yeah no awesome man it kind of like just holland's all about beer right is that like the deal yeah yeah we played this place called the little devil and the uh, yeah and the place called the jack and they're yeah they're just awesome and dude you can literally you, i can have a beer during the day and it, it's fine out there you know because it's just like i don't know something about it is the beer's a little bit cleaner or something i don't know what it is but uh it's nice yeah you don't get you know that weird feeling that but like, you can drink out during the day out there i'm like uh i do that here yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i yeah get over you a weird feeling when you're like drinking Budweiser during the day, you know, you get that weird dried out feeling or something, you know, nope, know. doesn't happen to me. I'm an alcoholic dude. Super no, not really. I'm just joking. Yeah. But yeah. like I could, I could start at noon. Yeah. It's a different feeling. Yeah. On, a, on, a, on like if I'm with the, the butt with my homies or whatever, and we're hanging out all day. Yeah. It's, it's easy yeah. to open a beer at noon. Yeah. I, it's a yeah. lunch beer. Yeah. Oh yeah. You need the carbs, man. <laughs> we get yeah we still do it every once in a while we do shotguns at every every you know whatever city or whatever you know you shotgun renegade shotgun the beer or something would you uh drink before shows uh not anymore we will that band cage kind of like kind of got us into the you know more professional like don't drink before a show. Like you can drink, you know, maybe one like right before as you're going on or something. Just kind of like, I don't know, loosen up. But like, yeah, it was a thing. Like uh, the the older dudes in the band that had been in the band for a while, they're you know they're a little more stress, you know, stressing on it a little bit, and, yeah. which is good. You know, like I, you know, and then uh, then I joined. Then Ripper's band came along. You know, not to jump ahead, but he was big. Like. Fucker, be drinking before the show. You're not gonna last long. And I was like, dude, okay, <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. Like, just one, yeah, t- one time, t- t- player, like, had a couple beers that he saw, and then he fucked some up, and he's just like, <laughs> like yeah, dude. no. But it was like, it was like that was that was what we needed to hear, and we're like, okay, totally, dude. I mean, it, it yeah. If it, if it gets in the way of uh, your playing, then definitely, yeah, after. 
Yeah, and I am now nowadays. I'm such a stress case. Like if I have a beer, I'm gonna mess up because I'm like, oh my god, I have thinking beer. about the fact that you had your beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did something. <laughs> yeah, screw totally. Up. Other hurdle. Yeah, yeah. So it was like every like a couple times a year like pretty consistent until uh covid stuff you know <laughs> till 2019 right. over, oh yeah you know, happened but uh yeah dude was, well, well like going back to like you know what got you into like because to me you're like a really good shredder guitar player like soloist too you know so like i'm interested in like Cause it's like, okay, you can, people see that and they're like, oh yeah, dude, I want this guy to join my band. This guy shreds, you know, but like, how did you like, what, like, what were your favorite guitarists? Like kind of just rewinding a little bit, you know, like who, who were your biggest influences? Like, you know, like who were your favorites and why, you know, like, where did you really, I mean, I'll talk about Van Halen, obviously, but like maybe some yeah. other ones that, you know, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Van Halen's obvious. He's just, you know, the best and, uh, yeah, just the way he kind of just ran around, smile on his face, solo for 15 minutes. Um, and then I think totally yeah, Led Zeppelin and just the way he he didn't have to play perfect to play right. You know, it's it's like he he had his own weird sloppy style, but it, it was like magical the way he did it and the way he would layer guitars and stuff. I still don't like like I'm doing a school rock show with you know they're doing led zeppelin right now and we're doing like 16 led zeppelin songs and i'm still like i still don't know what the hell he's doing damn <laughs> dude yeah jimmy page yeah. yeah it's crazy yeah for sure yeah man. and he never gave away his secrets he never would videotape it you know he wouldn't play it live the same you, you know nothing you know so and nothing to work with <laughs> but, yeah yeah but yeah still he i think i started solo like first I learned was uh did you make her or whatever that song however you say that song it's a zeppelin song right but uh yeah um god is that so page um well, paul gilbert came in not too far after that i think and that was i think where the the precision came from the the shredding and stuff and uh like technical difficulties and stuff like his songs yeah. are yeah 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 mainly he, he had like an instructional video that was like right yeah that's the pink guitar and big hair and stuff and, totally and, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's just like everybody needs that if they want if they want to do any kind of like, Dude, uh, it's like mild yeah. mild drum teachers playing drums for him now it's crazy really oh yeah bill ray yeah, yeah. Like nice, Paul Gilbert, dude. I want to meet him so bad. I want to go see them play. I've never seen him play or anything. Like, dude, it's like yeah, dude, he uh, came I, to the yeah, go ahead. The brick, like a few like oh, yeah. a while back, like five years ago, and I was just like, I'm like literally like right here on the brick, you know, at the stage, and he's like right there, and I was like, dude, brick by tall. brick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. okay, cool. In San Diego, the club, yeah, 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 and he, uh, the the promoter there, I forget, I think it was Vinny or something. He. uh he grabbed him afterwards he's like you need like I, I was like waiting for him after the show i had like my dvd that dvd the instructional dvd with you know really? signed it so, oh dude yeah this kid out or you're you're the thing you know say hi to this kid and just like like turns around he's like it's seven feet tall or something and i say like something and i guess he has really you know he's really hard of hearing so uh oh, okay you know, he yeah. couldn't hear any, anything i said but it was just like yeah <laughs> cool 
dude is like he's just probably does it every day and he's just like cool cool that's yeah. something i'm scared of dude is my hearing because i didn't protect my ears like i should have throughout all the years that we played loud fucking music you know yeah. oh, and, gosh, and yeah. hear you telling me that like he can't hear you i'm like fuck man is that gonna be me at that age because i've been just neglecting to protect my ears if you don't protect your toes well later in life i did ears now dude my toes are protected by the universe dude no but for real though like i i started doing plugs later you know i never did plugs because it always i was always like it was always like wearing a condom while you're having sex dude it's just not the same you know you gotta just let the music blast you into the fucking your eardrums you know yeah yeah during a show i can't i can't like when i'm playing a show i can't have the earplugs in but yeah in it me I'll off, have yeah. It. yeah i gotta hear practice yeah it's different. yeah 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 it's uh and then even with practice like, though dude joel would only like stuff toilet paper in his ears i wouldn't even do that you know yeah D- dirty toilet paper yeah yeah only used because it's joel yeah so yeah, that way he gets you know he gets some moisture, seals there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> if he's not here, we're just gonna talk shit. He's not here, yeah. so yeah. I'm just kidding. Man. Sorry, Joel. Sorry. Oh, I thought you were just talking about just in general. Yeah. No, it's just being stupid. I don't know, so I can say whatever I want. So let's go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's probably uh, like Casey's. Like, what's up with all this open-toed, this like sandal things? Like, yeah. We're talking about Anthony's all about sandals on stage. So that's a good question. So do you have you ever worn sandals on stage, Casey? Or oh, fuck. I think I uh, the opposite big boots. Yeah, I played barefoot one time, but uh it was like yeah, it was okay. when I went as like a Cobra Kai dude. I was like, okay, sick. I'm gonna go barefoot. And it was just like a bad idea. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, you need the boots, dude. You need the Frankenstein yeah, boots, dude. The boots, man. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, God. So we're okay. So where where are we at in the timeline right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean, so Cage. Yeah, he's playing the Cage. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. You're talking about Paul Gilbert. Well, we're just talking. Him. I just wanted to go back to the guitar influences, but in the timeline, yeah. we're talking to he's in Cage. That's but no, we didn't finish the the influence. The yeah. Shredder. Oh yeah. Do you have any more that you want to just shout out? I mean, you know, Alexi Lyle. Um, yeah. Crazy man. Um, really, dude. Yeah, dude. Last time I saw him, man, it, it like it didn't look good, man. Like he, like I've never seen anyone so skinny. Like oh, it, it was actually the only time I ever saw him, and it was just literally like you could see the ridges and his bones and his Eesh. skull and stuff. And I was just like, wow, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, was, but is he know, old, dude? He's he just what's up? Is he an older dude? How old is he? He uh. He was, God, he, well, he passed away about, like, oh. last year, yeah, and it was something to do. Children like, of Bodom, we're talking about. Anthony. Yeah, Children oh, of sorry, Bodom. dude, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. just thinking, I didn't hear the yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he had some Yeah, problems. so that was, that was, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I can't speak out of turn on that, but all I will say is that life catches up with you. Yeah. You yeah. know? Ew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially yeah, when you're in that mode, you know, you're surrounded by just great times and party and you know, right. you got 
on the level of you know handling your shit without you know drinking all night and you know i don't know yeah dude we're yeah, especially when you're at that level and you know you're you know people depend on you man like that's i don't know it's, it's rough man but yeah like just like he was like paul gilbert but on crack you know neoclassical and mm -hmm. yeah and necrophagous guitar player muhammad it's probably the you know yeah yeah do you like like aldemiola do you like uh, acoustic shredders oh god who i got him into him a little into him a little bit later steve Vai was kind of cool um and he still is cool he's amazing but like <laughs> yeah it's hard you know it's yeah like but i'd say those are the main guys marty friedman like oh, i yeah. think yeah. i think i play more like him than anyone else i think you know or like you know for a while i was just because i like the way he expressed and you know like didn't oh, shred yeah. too much it was more like melody mixed with movement and yeah <laughs> i think that, that i think that cacophony and jason becker were like the first shred albums that i actually purchased like if i'm if we're talking in the shred category like i may have been into al Demiola and john mclaughlin and paco de la chia before then but i think the cacophony and jason becker were like this as a person who is not a guitar player at all i was like i need these records dude yeah, yeah. To, watch, to listen to uh, Marty and Jason just go back and forth on uh, speed metal symphony, you're like, oh, dude, this is this is a a different form of metal that is like how like it's just like boundary pushing the way that they shred and they battle with each other constantly. Like, who's gonna push the ceiling a little bit higher with their solo, and then they have to go up to that and push that forward and yeah oh, dude yeah if somebody who can't even speak the language i i understand what's going on you know i yeah i, I get it well yeah and i don't think they do did click tracks or anything back then i'm pretty sure oh yeah no just locked in oh my god yeah with all the craziness crazy shred man i don't know yeah i don't understand <laughs> like I was, yeah the uh jason becker man he's hundreds of songs like there's like he has these albums that are called like raspberry jams blueberry Blackberry jams Jams. yeah he's got just like endless ideas and stuff that he probably never right in the songs that's another wow. tragic story but at the same time it's not because he's got a pretty positive attitude he's still with us today too you know yeah that documentary is wild dude i i was moved by that documentary dude i don't think i ever saw the documentary but uh you should do you should definitely do yourself a favor it's it you get the whole story you know and you get to see into what it's like to live as jason becker you know what jason becker and, I, I went to the live thing where he was there when it was released that's crazy wow, dude he was it, there physically yeah oh, wait, you did tell me this yeah yeah it's insane <laughs> that is insane dude well you hear about that i i just love not one dead minute, yet one, that is that what it's called not dead yeah, yet See? Sure that's that guy's that's that guy's humor dude is he literally will just say whatever but he's like funny and yeah and dude. but the thing that stuck with me there's a few things that stuck with me with that documentary was um, 
his relationship with his parents. I'm, I'm not going to give him too much away, but I just want to say his relationship with his parents, how he works with his engineer now that he's, you know, immobile. And um, I forget the third one. But those two things right there are like the things that will always stick with me is the relationship with his parents and his family and, and uh, how he works with his engineer and still writes music like that that learning about all of that blew my mind about that guy because he's yeah. like trapped you know he's trapped and he writes like, fantastic music still yeah he's a so he's great. a fully functional brain, eyes, basically fully functional brain trapped in a body that doesn't work dude what the fuck right you, you can't imagine how badly he wants whenever you know you uh, see all the people come to his house and stuff like Gus g and all these dudes and you're just yeah. like yeah god damn i wish i could just grab that guitar out of your hands right now and play like <laughs> right and that's kind of how he writes dude is he's looking right. at the guitar and then he signals to his engineer i don't know if they tab it out write it out however they do it but he's looking yeah. at a guitar and his engineer learning that that's how he did it was just this like deep emotional moment. You're like, fuck, dude. He has to find different ways to communicate with people, you know, because mm -hmm. he's he can't do it any other way except for his eyes. Yeah. Oh my god. I can't. I can't All right. This that. this got a little too deep for the Cali Death podcast, I guess. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> I'm an Jason Becker's the shit though, but he's here for he's here for a reason still. So that's what's up. Yeah, dude, that's yeah. actually kind of a funny connection. I I did uh so this band Great Electric Quest. Uh, our friend Buddy, you know, I, I mentioned him earlier. Uh, mutual friend, guitar player, shred, awesome dude. Uh, we we did this Iron Maiden cover band just briefly we did like two shows it was like a karaoke band thing where it was like his idea actually it was really cool but it was like we chose a bunch of singers or i mean singers signed up for different songs and then there was like a contest at the end of the show and whoever won got the, the prize it was like first second third prize and stuff so we did some shows at the poorhouse down the street here you know like in oceanside you know and uh and i think you're the dude from cage did a, a song that you're the singer yeah because i recognize and I was looking at the picture and I was like, that's the guy, you know, what's his yeah. name? Yeah. Sean. Sean. Sean yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. And I was like, cause I was looking at that. I have a picture of like the whole deal. So, so that band he's talking about Anthony, like hit that singer. And that's all he's also in the three trimmers. Right. Yeah. 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 He's, he's a great singer. The guy's yeah. sick. Some crazy notes, man. He's the one yeah. that does like super high ones. <laughs> dude. And I gotta say, man, like, okay. So like, all right. So we're talking about like, rock and power metal and like sick shit and like this kind of music to me like is just as important as like death metal in my life you know like i i am super into fucking iron maiden judas priest and that stuff to me is is like my favorite shit like really I'm, along with all this other hardcore stuff we do death metal i mean like not hardcore but you know but uh um but yeah dude it's it's just oh yeah so what i was gonna say is that so there's a lot of power metal out there and i'd love to talk about this for a second because we we have had a lot of power metal discussions on this podcast and i just did a project with our friends all realm this project and we have one song that kind of came out kind of power metal-ish and it's kind of fun it's rad but the guitar player that wrote everything is really into power metal our friend carrie 
and he loves I mean, everything, good. dude. Like all all the power metal stuff. And so, Anthony, what is it? Unholy War Cry that your son loves? That's oh yeah, dude, Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Yeah, Rhapsody, Rhapsody dude. Do you know that stuff? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I think that was the first. Well, they're, power metal. Now they're, yeah. they're called like Rhapsody of Fire because they had to change. Oh the name. okay. Yeah. Some yeah, people yeah. some people left the band that owned the rights or whatever, so they're, now they're yeah. called Rhapsody of Fire. But, but Rhapsody. But but my point though that I'm trying to get at is that. But the stuff, but the style that you guys do it, I wouldn't even call it like that same style. Like it's like better, like into like vocally in a sense where it's like more Judas Priesty, like with the the crazy that that screamy high thing. It's like so sick. And I was like telling those guys, I was like, this is like how power metal should sound like to me, <laughs> like you know. And I love the like you know, it's like you know the kind of like the painkiller type, like kind of as yeah. a core of something to try to tell somebody what I'm explaining, you know. But it's like, dude, you guys just nail it so hard, like in in wow. your projects. But and, and that three tremor stuff that we were listening to, I was just like, dude, like I fucking, I dig that shit so hard. And it just goes, the vocals all high, like that. Like, yeah, I can't do it, but you know, yeah, so, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so sick, dude. Yeah, thanks, man. I was head banging to it a lot this week, dude. So, what do you yeah. call that style? Do you call it just heavy rock? Do you call it power metal? Like, what do you guys define it as? Like, what's American power metal, I think. Ooh, okay. American, American power metal. Power metal dude. You know, the Italian power metal, like Rhapsody, and then uh, mm, mm-hmm. super traditional, like Swedish, okay. like, like you know, and yeah. then uh, okay, that makes then, sense. Then, you, then like Iced Earth is you know American dudes, and they're just that that chunky, you know, a little more chunky, and just yeah, that's I think Iced Earth too was a big influence on just like my palate, you know, like just chunk and like ins- insane tight uh, rhythm guitars and uh and Ripper was in that band. I okay. think that's the t- first time yeah. I heard Ripper and I was like, okay, sick. And then yeah. uh, he told me he was in Priest for a while and I was like, oh, sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. And he's yeah. like, then he just covers with everybody. He does like, uh, you know, I would hear like a cover of Iron Maiden song and he'd be on it and stuff. Dude, you know which one is really good? Obviously, you probably heard it. Is the uh, Mr. Crowley with the? It's a. It's a Yingve on it. Yes, with Yingve. Yeah, dude, he that is Yingve. so good. Like for an album, I think you think he's on an Yingve album, and he toured with them for a while. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he was in the mix for like he's still in the mix, but like after Priest, yeah, he. I think he. I don't remember what he did first, but Eisters and Yingve and. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, Dio and stuff, dude. Was it, like, I, was it? I don't know if it's a rumor or not, but was it him who, like, the the Mark Wahlberg rock star movie was like loosely based on or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? It is him. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I like the, the I, beginning, pretty much, you know, like the idea of it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I say loosely because I think that I remember reading something about him, uh, like right. not being down. They didn't get the, they didn't tell the story correctly, and uh, yeah, change it for you know entertainment purposes. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I know the Ripper yeah. Owen story probably is not juicy enough for Hollywood, yeah. so they had to. <laughs> like oh you guys were all friends and it was all good okay let's fuck this up and make it crazy you know? <laughs> it's like you yeah, stole my drama. girlfriend and whatever i don't even remember the movie but you know so it was, yeah, yeah. it's like i'll show you dude fucking sing higher than you'll ever fucking sing what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah 
That's just crazy, though, to say, that, oh, yeah, dude, one of my three vocalists in one of my five bands. Yeah. That, that movie was based on his life a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Breaking that up sometimes. Um, he likes to say, he's like, yeah, they made a, uh, they made a Mark Wahlberg movie out of me. And I, I forget how he words it, but he's like, yeah, Boogie Nights. Or something. He's like, it, it hints at this that he's. <laughs> oh, that's so good, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark plays me in a movie. That'd be funny if he's like Boogie Nights has more to do with me than Rockstar does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. It's good. Yeah, he's cool, man. He like that's he's a sick name though, too. Ripper Owens, dude. Ripper yeah. Owens, dude. What's your name, dude? Ripper. What's your name, dude? Ripper. Name, yeah. KK Downing. Give him the nickname. Appreciate. Sure. <laughs> well, I know. Oh, really? I, yeah, I mean, oh, awesome. I don't. I was. I was sure that wasn't his birth certificate name, but yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. badass name, dude. Like audition. He's. I'm Ripper Owens. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> thinks he was like he was in a priest tribute band for like a little bit. I guess he like filled yeah. in. Yeah. And somebody got footage of him doing that, and he he would pat. He'd moved on by then, and done other stuff, and he like full like they hit him up from that one of the chicks that videotaped him give him the tape you know whoa crazy man yeah sick <laughs> way so so back to you though so yeah, yeah. We, we're talking about all these bands but we really haven't fully gotten to it in the timeline yeah cage cage we i put out one album that's this album uh ancient evil that's the only cage album i'm on it's the seventh album and so that's a concept record, kind of like King Diamond. And they did, uh, it's like 19 tracks, but uh, I think he wrote a book to go with it too, like a little mini book. <laughs> so it was, it was a fun one to put together. Like that was my, I think that was my first full length record. And nice. like, these guys and they're like, oh, sick, we're doing a concept album. And it came out really sick. And, you know, we made it all ourselves, mixed it all ourselves. So some things you listen back and you're like, oh, we could have had it done better. Mm-hmm. But okay <laughs> nice dude but yeah yeah so that happened and then peck the the singer was like i'm thinking of getting this thing called the three tremors going and it was supposed to be like back in the day in like the 90s there's gonna be a three tremors with rob halford ronnie james dio and uh i saw that picture was that so it was a real thing supposed yeah to no yeah. way with yeah. Alfred, Bruce Dickinson, and 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 Dio, it was gonna be Dio, and then I forget what happened, but they got Jeff Tate instead. From Crazy, Queens, right? But, uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, damn, dude. Yeah, and then there's one. There's a video of them singing together, doing a song that they wrote. Oh, um, really? The Three nice. Tremors. I think it's the one you love to hate or something. It was sick, you know. But it was like it was totally not power metal. It was like that '90s like fight kind of, you know, heavy heavy metal mm-hmm. you know yeah but yeah it was cool. yeah it's it a cool song just watch, it was cool to see them all like up on the stage together and stuff so Damn, but uh yeah. had the idea and they never did anything with it after you know for 20 years or whatever and uh mm-hmm. our singer actually bought the rights to it like to the name oh wow <laughs> crazy yeah he said it was just open so he just bought it like a long time ago in case he ever wanted to do something and then he's like, yeah, I've been talking to friends about 
about doing this three tremors thing. I'm like, whatever, dude, whatever. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if that happens. And then like I wrote a song at some point and then he, he was like, yeah, we're going to use this for the tremors album. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> like, cause he's talking about playing with Trip Ripper Owens. And I was like, okay, well prove it. <laughs> like they're like, I did like, I didn't, you know, yeah. I was like, I'll believe it when I see it. Or maybe he's just shiny on or something. And then like, he sends it back and I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> he's kind of got a song <laughs> that I wrote with Tim Ripper Owens singing on it. Oh shit. Nice. And, then I, and I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah yeah it's actually like, happening yeah yeah and that was just a trip man just like yeah it was cool uh, but yeah then uh then he got a another we were still deciding on the third guy we were thinking the guy from primal fear and uh that didn't work out or something but uh we ended up with uh this guy from the band jag panzer this guy harry harry conklin he's he's funniest dude ever <laughs> he's like like he's he's our he's our wild card on the on the sh on the on the road, you know. He's yeah. gonna do. Um, but uh, yeah, and then that that band formed. We made the first album. It's got them all all three of them on there. Uh, yeah, Mark Sasso did the art on that one too. Zipper, uh, uh, Harry, nice, and Peck. But yeah, dude. After I saw that, I was like all right <laughs> <laughs> ripper on it it was yeah Never so i have a question for you and it might take us back a little bit again but um because you know most of your story is covering songs and stuff but we never really touched on when you started writing your own material yeah it started in monarch um they had some songs written already but i had kind of helped them out after a while you know we um, they were totally different in the beginning and then yeah that's probably what it started with writing riffs and stuff started writing riffs helped write some, some lyrics and stuff i've never been good at that but usually in a group setting you yeah. know i'm, I'm good group. at feeding off, feeding off energy and stuff group think group thinking yeah 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 and then yeah, guitar, just writing guitar riffs and stuff. But then, yeah, I joined in Cage. I think I wrote a few of those songs. But it, so was was it just how how old were you when you started just sitting in your room making your own riffs, dude? Oh, like I was older. I, I wasn't. I wasn't actually well. Like riffs, I, I could make um you know by like 16 or so I, I could make some riffs i think i wrote my first song around 16 for that band cuervo actually nice yeah uh, yeah yeah and uh gosh yeah around there you know piece something together but uh probably around 19 or 20 or something i could throw a song down on the computer and be like okay that's a complete structure of a song and then you get i've always been a, about the whole ensemble thing so i, I like getting the song and then giving it to the drummer and be like, okay, let's make this cool now. And right. Vocalist be like, okay, you make that cool now. And, you know, <laughs> did you, did you ever do any like, uh, improv jamming? Oh gosh. Um, God, I would try. Uh, it was, it was hard in the beginning. You know, it, yeah. I was better at it before I started thinking about it too much. And then, uh, now I, now it's, 
getting I feel a lot better at it. You know, I started taking jazz courses recently, you know, jazz instruction. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that's helped a lot, man. Jazz, dude. What about what about just like shredding? If like you're if you got a rhythm going, you can just I would let try go and go on. Yeah. And honestly, yeah, like I didn't know anything about like scales or you know, I knew like a couple shapes and stuff, but you know. Chuck never knew any scales or something, but he had the greatest shredding. But, you know, I, I'm one of those guys I kind of needed, you know, to know what I was doing because I thought about stuff too much, you know? Right, so, right. No, yeah. I'm, hey, I'm just asking because you after 93 episodes, you see how different, how, how people are different and how people are the same, you know? And yeah. I could, I can understand why each one is which and, and, if things just need to be organized and ready for you to go, that's total. I respect all that. I respect the guys who are just like, ah, dude, I can't look at anything. I just got to do what I feel. You know, it's like, man, as a vocalist in a band and listening to all you guys talk for almost two years now, I'm like, I'm, I, I have the least amount to think about in a band. I just got to know certain points that my vocals need to come in and then that's it dude. just need to, to make sure your wireless mic is working you got a battery charged in there and your and your feet don't get stepped on basically. right that's Those it dude things. yeah i help you i i did make sure that i tried to help help casey and troy set up as much oh, yeah. As I could. oh yeah you did so much dude <laughs> well, as much as I could, you I'm know, because once my mic was ready, I was like, "All right, dude." I've been waiting to tell you that for throw symbols on. I, I kind of remember knowing which symbol goes where because I did it so much for you guys. It was like Anthony's, like, "Hey, man, can I help out?" He just walks over and it's all flop, 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 flop. <laughs> flop. <laughs> can I carry something? And he's got his little mic. I remember you did. You show up with the mic case, little wireless mic. mic. You always have the wireless briefcase. You like carry it like it's like important. You're like no, my it wireless is, mic. It's like, dude, you know, like that yeah. was like a that was like it. a uh, eight hundred dollar mic with the Paul Ryan discount. So eight hundred for the wire. Is that how much? I uh, no, no, no. I'm Come saying on. after before the discount. That's how much dude. those wireless mics are. The shares are eight at that time. Was eight, it was like seven hundred and. 50 really? something for that setup Jeez. and then he knocked it down to uh a cool 450 or something should be like a few you can get those like lavalier ones like for like 400 like the the sennheisers i don't know crazy no, yeah. i guess i'm tripping i don't know yeah anyways but yeah. 58 day wireless yeah, yeah. So gnarly. like you know <laughs> um, yeah holds up man for sure oh yeah totally yeah but, so uh, so we got to do like just a quick gear talk alert. Like, I don't know, like, yes, you know, just kind of just do a little bit, dude. So yeah. like, um, so like uh, I was, uh, I'm an old school guy. I play like Jackson's and like, you know, just whatever guitars and stuff. But all these dudes now, all these fancy cats got all the, you know, Strandenburgs and all the like the like, you know, the frets, frets are starting to move around on and shit. Yeah. They're like going down with all that are you into that stuff at all like what's your deal dude i see some yeah, like, like i haven't i haven't gone above six strings yet <laughs> yeah right exactly yeah oh yeah i got enough to worry about with six um <laughs> but uh yeah yeah dude i went to nam last like time uh-huh the convention uh music convention and uh 
you know, I, every time I picked up like one of those headless guitars with the fan frets, I'm like, I'll like play. And like the guy that's sitting there at the booth is like, okay, what's this guy going to play? And I started, oh, dude, Berto just messaged. <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah. He's your yeah. drummer, right? Yeah. He's in, in the, in the or the death band. Yeah. In the death cover Strip band. Called Morte. Yeah. We didn't even mention Morte yet. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, we're not I mean, I, I, the timeline yet. So. I briefly <laughs> brought up the. How I met him, but that's how I met. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, All right, but we're in gear talk. It's gear talk. Yeah, there. gear talk. Yeah, the yeah. I sit down at those booths, and you could tell those dudes have been seeing the gnarliest shit all day because the guys that sit down with those guitars are like the death metal, like like playing with two fingers uh, all over the place. I um, mean, they're doing like blues bands and stuff, and they're just like, oh, yeah. right. and they like turn around. <laughs> like like okay i'm not in this world but it's it's fun to try and play them and stuff that it doesn't feel like a guitar but like it's it's funny yeah. yeah it's funny what it what it turned into it just turned into convenience and like mm -hmm. you need to be like able to do anything at any time like the toast and a bossy mm -hmm. guitars they're just like weird right. shapes but they're perfectly contoured for his hands <laughs> it's not, right it's just, yeah totally yeah yeah Shit. it's weird yeah, it's a whole new world now, man. Like with that stuff, I did like fan frets and you know, yeah, fan, fan frets. Cool, cool. cool. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. weird. Yeah. What's crazy to me is that you were born in '91 and you have this old school attitude, you know? Like, yeah, I can't I'll, help it. Yeah, you know, I know, and it, it's yeah. totally defined by like the music that your brother was feeding you. You know, well, actually, with your parents' stuff too, because Zeppelin was yeah. there, but. It's yeah, just like you, yeah. you inherited like an old soul mentality, you know? Yeah, yeah. I like it, man. It puts me yeah. in a good place. <laughs> and no, I'm not and I'm I'm old soul too, dude. I when everybody's like seven, eight strings, fan frets and contours, I'm just like do 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 fucking painkiller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, it's fun yeah yeah so yeah, so what are sad. your favorite what, what's your favorite like standard guitar like for me i would say jackson if i had to pick a guitar that's my favorite like what's your favorite if you had to pick. Uh, i like the feel of the the kramers i got a oh. i got some is it evh uh evh guitar i've been playing it recently um but it's shaped like a kramer mm -hmm. and it's just that is that's been my life for the past few months is this this evh like top mount doesn't it's got a whammy bar but it doesn't go back like in like these evh guitars like eddie van halen's guitars he never went back with this whammy bar he would only they would, it sits on the on the the body yeah. and only goes forward and like right, stops right. on the guitar sure. so you get these signature sounds that he would do and it's like wow wow but it yeah. wouldn't like wobble back up and it gets this this right. sound that's and uh god like yeah i got i go for that and then i i like i play the the flying v a lot the, the gibson flying v i have mm. a white one i got a red one uh i was playing that for a while but uh i hate taking it around because it's so nice and uh like i don't want to mess with it, you know mess it up and, I, but, uh, and then you know like i don't know i think i i just eventually come back to the EV, the eddie van halen style just having it right here and flipping her you know 
the the view was cool because i could kind of like get cool with it, you know like run around like i've, I've always been kind of like energetic on stage yeah my guitar has to kind of be able to follow me a little bit and that's like uh, the one we used in your flyer picture the, the yeah the Gibson. yeah those are sick i like those and I've, I've never owned one but those are cool let's give some flying oh, v's yeah oh it's just yeah it feels great man yeah it's something about it man they sit nice yeah worked it yeah nice so speaking of, of muerte like so with death how the fuck do you learn those solos did you get tabs or just like just do you do, do it by ear like i mean you you played them so perfectly I was well like, Jesus. The, the all the andy laroque ones i did by ear yeah um it's yeah you get used to it you just kind of hear melo the melody you by melody, ear you know? wait hold on a second wait what you, mm -hmm. you, you learned yeah, all those yeah. by you just told me and i'm like didn't even notice wait <laughs> Yeah, you just yeah, learned, the, you just learned it by yeah, ear. You just thought like, yeah, yeah. Andy Laroque, I'll learn by ear. Um, Lord, the symbolic one was tough, man. The the Bobby Cable symbolic one, but he luckily he had a video of him playing it, like literally mm. just sitting there at his computer, like oh crazy. And I was like, okay. okay, and I slowed it down, and I was like, okay, that note because on yeah. that, there's at least on that part is he's got layers and it's like echoing and. He's doing that first part, it's just boo, 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 boo. like so. Yeah, I that one I watched the video, but yeah, most tabs I found just you know. Well, I'll I'll look up tabs for like riffs and stuff that people you know like something that I know people got right, you know. So I'm like, yeah. okay, if I have a song for a student like like an Alice in Chains song, I'll, I'll go online so I don't have to you know you know, go crazy trying to figure out what tuning he's in or something, you know, but, uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, death clock or death. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Most of it. Yeah. Most of it by ear. I kind of got, you know, like some of the older stuff I, I'll look up because it's harder to hear like the leprosy mm -hmm. album and stuff like that. Sure. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just look it up and double check it just to save, save my own mental <laughs> sanity or whatever, you know, yeah, I was great. playing uh, like Masvidal solos versus the other people that solo in there. He's tricky, man. Like he's uh, Masvidal. He sounds like, tricky, dude. It's just it's. I think it's all jazz improv. I don't think he. I don't think he does the same thing, the same once or so. You know, it's it's really weird. Um, and you can totally see, you can see it on the or hear it on the Human album too, like going back to human recently i just listened to it like a few days ago and i i you know with my untrained ear was like all right i really want to just listen to this whole thing and see if i could pick out every paul masvidal solo versus a chuck solo you know and yeah. I, I was i started to be able to realize like oh yeah dude there is two totally different styles going on in certain times and you can actually tell that this is Chuck and this is Paul very distinctively. And then and once it clicks with you, then you're like, oh yeah, dude, I, I don't even know why it all, well, it did. I do know why it all blended together for me because I'm not a fucking guitar player. <laughs> I just was like, oh dude, this is just another solo section. It must be Chuck, you know, <laughs> that was my dumb thought for like years, you know? And then, realizing that masvidal had solos on that album then i i really wanted to uh pick it yeah. out you know dude 
Yeah, that, his I can tell now. Like I can usually tell whenever Chuck's soloing, but like, yeah, yeah, like certain some bands, like like people say they can tell the difference between like KK Downing and Glenn Tipton, but I have a hard time sometimes, man. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's harder on those. Yeah, or even yeah. Maiden. Like, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. him. I them I can usually tell because Mosmodal's yeah. got such a weird like cosmic sound of just like cosmic's a good good word yeah for sure it's yeah. a perfect word did you yeah, get did. into cynic at all i've listened i listened to what's what's that one album veil the one with veil of maya is that focus, focus. yeah yeah focus yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. one that came out that yeah yeah that's the one that came out right after human like yeah you can tell it's like uh yeah it sounds just like human but with different vocals you know it's just like Dude, those drums, man. I don't know. Something yeah. about that. Just it's so good. Like, totally. Like, yeah. Death metal. <laughs> Flat yeah. Metal stuff, man. Oh, for sure, man. It's so yeah. sick. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, good shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what what put you guys, what put Morte together? Did we already go over that? Sorry if we did. Oh, no. Is uh, so... Yeah, I think yeah, I think that kind of caught up. Like being in the tremors kind of caught us up, and then now, um, God, I so like a long time ago, I think my first drummer. No, he's my second drummer, but Berto, who's in the the chat right now, or just shout right out. Now. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, I had you know we'd known each other for a long time, and uh, just an amazing drummer. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we kind of lost touch for a while you know you, you kind of like move you know different directions for a little bit and then i don't remember i was hanging out with the guy that plays bass in the band in the death tribute band and he's like we got a death tribute band and uh we're i think we're looking for a guitar player or something and i was like at that point i was just like dude i don't know if i can handle being in another thing i think i was in already three bands at that time <laughs> and uh uh it just and I, I knew Berto was in it, and so I was like, okay, I get to jam with Berto again. <laughs> I'm a, we're a, like, I just knew if he was in it, it was gonna be good, you know. Like, right. if he could, I knew he could handle the drums in that band, so it's just like, okay, let's let's do it. And then I did it, and it just felt good. I had the right guitar for it; it just felt right, and yeah, uh, it was just yeah it's fun like I mean, like just death man like something about those songs is just like it's not it's, it's like playing a song but it's not it's like it's, it's it's something different about it i don't know why yeah dude just like listening to it it's yeah there's like no like like it's like playing a pre-song you kind of jam it and you kind of do your own thing but death is just like i don't know so such perfection or something you know i don't i don't get it there's something about them that like the riffs are just super fun to play and like tight you know and yeah it was just easy from then on you know just you know with them and then totally. actually, you know learning that symbolic stuff you know brought me up a notch a little bit you know and you know and it's just yeah everything just kind of just one step further and i try to always have something going that's pushing me and that one pushed me for you know definitely you know a good little bit yeah dude yeah. Are you a fan of like sound perseverance and that that cover of or uh, yeah painkiller and that whole like kind of reminds me of that style of 
like the three tremors too a little bit you know like this yeah dude yeah yeah and hearing chuck be able to like yeah. do his style of singing to that and actually make it actually yeah. sound really good you know yeah yeah it's t- you kind of gotta choose what chuck you can do like i don't know very like there's there, i'm sure there's some versatile guys but uh right now the guy that we got it's more the the spiritual healing kind of le- leprosy kind of oh, like kind of lower mm-hmm. right but he he just goes for it so it's you know it's uh when he just goes for it and just chills and just makes it happen it, you know he can he sounds angry and that's uh that's all i need you know <laughs> right like, just you know that i feel like you know like people don't expect you to be chuck so like just be yourself right that's the thing pretty bands and like i like i can't get into the like oh i have to be this guy like the exact I, copy I yeah yeah no because yeah. you and the truth is you're not that guy you know yeah yeah you have to accept it yeah, yeah. that's awesome nice dude um, hear me yeah um, yeah yeah it's my time it's my weekend it's my friday hell yeah there you go but yeah, uh true. Yeah, yeah, let me get you back. Sure. I've got, got Invisalign, so <laughs> cleaning some things up here. Oh, dude, my oh, I, good, got, I got some people that I know that have those. So, yeah, how 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 much how long have you been into it? God, I think I'm on like teen, so about nine months or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like, I think two thirds into it or something. But <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> you're, you're more than half. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had my bottom teeth were like sitting back and like getting on top Crazy. of each other. Nice. But it's like weird. I can like feel the back of them and they're like almost straight. Well, it's yeah. funny that you bring up teeth. Um, I uh, He's in the, I work in the dental industry yeah, now. I was going to say, Casey's in the tooth yeah, industry. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I give you my tooth sense about it. I I, uh, I basically was in a dental office today. It was great. Yeah. 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 Say. yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm, just, I'm just being silly. No, yeah, no, I'm serious though. It was, yeah. I, but, had, uh, I, had, I had braces and the headgear and all that shit. It's fucking gnarly, dude. Oh, I had braces twice. Yeah, it was really. Funny. I'm lucky. Oh, my I only dad had them once. Yeah. yeah. Your dad, but your dad's not an orthodontist, though, right? He did. He did it. Oh, he did. Or, oh, he did it. And for a time, he did orthodontics for a bit. Okay. Not really. Yeah, but he's retired now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, been there, done Ooh. that. Tooth. 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 So that was our tooth talk. So uh, <laughs> moving forward, uh, <laughs> tooth yeah. talk alert, dude. You should put <laughs> all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah that's good. The tooth hurts. Yeah. Come on, the tooth yeah, hurts. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So what's going on? So what are you working on right now, dude? What what are your upcoming events? What, let's talk about that, dude. This I'm also on a kiss <laughs> Yeah, I've seen that you post that. Yeah. Nice. How's yeah, that? That sounds fun. That's good, man. That's a good gig because it's you know I think we get good good paying gigs or other you know like hate to talk about it but you know it's you know like, well it makes sense it's to a kiss good. cover man you know it makes yeah, sense. Yeah. gotta get yeah. compensated dude have a hard time uh putting on that makeup if i wasn't getting paid so yeah yeah <laughs> so, it makes sense do you wear those yeah. same boots yeah dude they're yeah <laughs> feeling nice yeah the uh first one to dress I, up yeah talk about 
feeling like a superhero, they just like, yeah, go out on there and they're just like, oh. <laughs> people ask and they're like, is the real kiss gonna play? Because we have like the, like the kiss, the like, real kiss, the real kiss, like, dude. I'm like, no. I, no. this is as much kiss as you're gonna get tonight, kids. <laughs> we get closer, you're just gonna get a ball. peck, you know, not a kiss, <laughs> but a little peck. <laughs> Yeah, yes, yeah. Dude. Uh, so dude. yeah, no, that's fun. That's that's pretty frequent. They uh, we try to do every week, every weekend. But uh, I think yeah, yeah, every weekend, Damn. almost every other. Week, There's but, that much yeah, demand for good. a Kiss band. That's crazy. That rules. God, I would love a cover band like... to be called Peck, dude. I would love a cover <laughs> band to be called <laughs> Peck, dude. This is all smooch yeah. or smooch, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Smooch, it's yes. gotta happen. It, it's already had to have happened, dude. It had to have yeah. happened. Oh, so dumb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. So that's yeah, that's uh probably the most gigs I do now is is the the Kiss tribute band. But uh, gotta have it on my phone. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm we glad had jars on back. We had jars on back recently, and he. He does rush, dude. The, like that's his main like live performing shit is uh exit stage left is the name of his rush tribute. Dang, yeah. that'd be it. Dude, oh my god. <laughs> right? Go so fun, man. Uh it'd be fun though. It'd be fun to be Alex Lifeson in that situation, but dude, if you gotta oh, do god, the game, yeah. thing, man, you're fucked, dude. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> I yeah, still, man, but they didn't do the whole I think they had a separate singer or something. I was like, ah, <laughs> but yeah. still, like, dude, that's amazing. I don't know, you know, know. Just dude, like I drummer. Rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've rushed Rush a Rush lot up until like the eighties, like up yeah. until like eighty or whatever. The South Park concert that happened. Oh yeah, dude! I totally yeah. saw like that. Did you see that, Anthony? Any of that stuff? Uh, it's like not Trey. It's the other guy. uh Matt Stone's like playing drums. Ron had mentioned it, but no, I haven't Ron, seen it. Oh, he did mention it, didn't he? Yeah. Um, he's playing drums on like, is it the South Park song they're playing? He's like they playing did. drums. Yeah, yeah, they did closer to the heart with uh Oh no, that's right. No, he's playing a rush song. He's playing close closer to the heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they came out and that's dude, right. That was the funniest fucking thing. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, we gotta we gotta find the link on find it yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, that was awesome. That's, that rules, um, dude. Dude, I yeah. saw Les Claypool like uh, I was I was in the, like like recording in in Oakland like a few weeks back and like um it was like at Yoshi's in Oakland up there and it was a uh, Les Claypool and the uh, bastard jazz whatever oh, and it shit. was insane. He was like right over there, you know. It was like Les Claypool is like right there on the stage, like you know, and it's just insane. Yeah. And the band was incredible. Where it's just like they're all right there. Yeah, I was like, "Oh shit!" Okay, I, I've never even seen Primus, but I saw this. It's like my first time. It was like he's like right there. <laughs> oh, man, and, I haven't uh, seen. Uh, is that council everybody doing tonight? You know, like you know, like it's like yeah, yeah. Dude, it was like insane. It was so cool. What trips me out is uh, the guitar player Primus is the guitar player of Possessed. What? Do you know that? <laughs> I didn't know that. The guitar player in Seven Churches is the guitar player on at least the first. Do you know his name? record. Really? Yeah. Let's let's I do this. Let's, we're gonna look this up right now. You don't have the professor, but if you can look it I up, I know. I'm gonna do it. 
because I I know that I this information is That's crazy, man. Right, possessed Primus. That's all I'm going to put in Google. See what happens. <clears throat> Larry Lalonde. Yeah, that's it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that name for sure. He's like it's American musician, best known as the guitarist for Primus. Position, uh, full. Yeah, because I got to go actually to the. Yeah, previously he played guitar for the groups Possessed, Blind Illusion, No Force Field, and the Frank Zappa tribute band Kaka. Damn, dude. Wild, Zappa. dude. But that's a, that's just crazy because like listen to all that like experimental shit surrounding possessed, you know. I know, right? Yeah, you got to get some some of your aggravation out on something. You know? <laughs> yeah, it, that I think that's why I like death. It's just so mean and dark and just born know. in Oakland too. Well, yeah, I'm not in any death metal bands. <laughs> I can't play any death metal. Like Monarch, we had some heavy songs, but it's like yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. he was 17 when uh, Seven Churches was put out in 85. I mean, the story goes that they came up with the term death metal while they were sitting in a high school classroom. These <laughs> The possessed guys. Huh. Trip, okay. right? 17 yeah. years old, 85, got your first album out. Wow. And I'm one, and I'm one, years old, one year old at the time. In the arms of the angels, dude. The possessed angels. <laughs> it's the most awkward moment of the podcast ever. Why? I'm just being silly. Because you, I've read your thing that you put up at the bottom. Yeah, it's bad. All right, should we wrap yeah. this, guys? Are we? Are we at the top of this? Or at the bottom oh. of this? Oh no, I was just, uh, I was just coming on that know. moment. If he said, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> You said you live next to the courthouse, Casey? Yeah, I live close deck down the street. Yeah, I'm playing there with Age on Friday, next Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. oh, the following yeah. Friday? Like, not, not tomorrow, like the next Friday? Oh, shit. Yeah. Man. Okay, good yeah. to know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Fuck yeah, I think we're, I could that. getting ready to play, uh, like, in November, we have this big festival in Tijuana, and we got one in LA and it's uh Riot is headlining and uh we got Ripper. Ripper's gonna do a solo set. We're gonna do that with him and uh nice. and we're gonna do Cage and Three Tremors at the you know at the festivals. And yeah, yeah, we're kinda getting ready for that. So at that poorhouse show, we're probably gonna play a bunch of priests and you know, just some, some fun. Oh, stuff. cool, man. Yeah, it'll be good, it'll be awesome. Um, Fuck yeah, dude! Oh, that's sick. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Check out to that, dude. That's awesome. Are you guys headlining? I think we're going middle. Super not. I think is headlining. Super not's going to be out there. Okay, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, nice. yeah, sweet man. I'll check it out. I'll hit, I'll hit you up to find out like what time and all that. Make sure. Yeah. But uh, nice, dude. Awesome. Yeah, dude. Cool, man. Yeah. Well, uh, Anthony, do you want to wrap it up? or what? Yeah, guys, dude. We like... should probably wrap it up, dude. Um, thank you to everybody who's been here with us tonight. Thank you to you if you're watching this on YouTube the next day. I probably look stoned as hell because I am. But I love you all. I love you all. I love 
coming back here every single week to uh, hang out with you guys for real. Um, BattleforgeCoffee.com. Get your fix. CaliDeathPodcast.BigCartel.com. What's the last date on that uh, Shredding the Virus tour so we can... Yeah, yeah let's look at that. Let's pull that one up again. Let's see here. Oh, I did it right this time. Yay. Boom. So Cupertino tomorrow mm-hmm. night. So if you're watching this on Friday, get out there tonight. If you're watching this right now. The final yeah. show, dude. The final show. They're finally wrapping it up, dude. It is. And, and they've been having a great time. We've been watching it from the sidelines through uh, all our homies that are out there on their social medias and and dude they're they're having a fucking killer time people are showing up you know shows are selling out for them and all that shit it's crazy dude it's it really is crazy if you think about it like a, a diy tour like that they put it all together themselves um you know it's it's it really it really warms my heart to to know that like people are ready for live music again and death metal's got kind of like a live renaissance thing going on where everybody wants to get out to watch shows again dude so that's cool and if you're hearing this and you're in cupertino or adjacent hour away get your ass over there it's a good show these guys are all and it's the end of the tour so you know they're seasoned they're i mean that season they're they're well-oiled machines by this time dude catch that last gig for sure at the x bar cupertino friday night 19th all right love you guys oh uh real quick bro casey not case not my casey the other casey <laughs> let's Wait, hear what? your uh plug one it? more time dude are we saying oh me uh, i don't have any i don't no. have any no, no i just said and i said not my casey, Which casey? the other casey yeah. not wait, my casey i'm confused what are you talking about me okay stop talking and hear me say not my casey i'm like their cases <laughs> yeah. just teasing you dude come on oh you're teasing you fucker yeah, yeah. all right um yeah monarch dot band um three tremors.com cage heavy metal.com we got shows coming up in Oceanside, Cage has a show at the Poorhouse in Oceanside next Friday, the 26th, if you're around San Diego. Uh, Monarch's got a show at the Till 2 Club, September 3rd, and we're playing a big festival in November with uh, Riot and Ripper and all them, uh, the Dragon Rojo Festival in Tijuana and nice. LA Burning Fest in LA. Sick, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Busy man. Look, follow Busy me. Man. I got all the list goes on. Those are all the gigs. So, if you, Jesus, uh, yeah, follow that's rad, me. bro. The, Sent- the Sentinel Trask on uh, Instagram. And, yeah, the Sentinel Trask on Instagram. All right, dude. That's yeah. awesome, dude. Hey, you guys definitely check these these bands out, dude. If you're down with heavy metal you're down with shred you're down with fucking sick shit this is this is definitely like something that took me back to like the core of metal you know like before it all got i mean i'm not saying that this is an extreme i'm just saying like that taking me it harkens back there's a nostalgia aspect to it even though it's a new newer group you know so yeah yeah. 
that's what I love about it. The nostalgia oh, really? aspect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We literally, we literally just listen to all that stuff all the time. So it just, it comes out. So it's good. Hell yeah. Well, cool. Rock on. Um, Thanks guys. Have a great man. weekend. And oh, yeah, uh, dude. Thanks for coming on, man. No doubt. And uh, we'll see you next week for a big one. Sounds good. Dude. Later. Rock on. Rock on.